This is Tech Trends Explained. My name is Jillian Ford, and this podcast is all about helping you understand the technologies that are changing our society. Today's episode is about robotics. I've interviewed Erica, who is a senior research scientist at Amazon in the robotics team, where she focuses on advancing how robots transport more packages. She develops the analytical models for robotic item manipulation. Erica received her bachelor's and master's in engineering and robotics at the University of Pennsylvania. So if you want to understand what's the latest in robotics, the future of robotics, then this is an episode that you want to listen to. All right, Erica, this is a really exciting topic, robotics, I feel like this year. I want to hear your opinion of why do you think people should be excited about robotics this year? As the years go on, I feel like I just get more and more excited by the like the growth of development within the like the robotics area like uh area so you know last year we had a couple of like amazon the the team that i'm working on is called sparrow and we had a huge kind of media and and uh paper kind of uh broadcasted to a lot of different people to show what we're working on and we're working on the problem of item manipulation in in warehouses and that's something that has it's a problem that has not been solved at the scale of amazon in the past manipulation is picking up using that robot arm with what we call an end of arm tool, which is kind of like, which or a gripper or kind of like a robot hand that is capable of grabbing a tote or a bucket of items in an Amazon fulfillment center or any item in the world, because Amazon does sell a lot of different items that we, that get delivered to us. And then this robotic arm with its manipulator is able to, you know, identify the items and pick up those items within this bucket and then place them in their respective locations within our fulfillment center. So that's what item manipulation is. I'm curious. So that major innovation, it said like it, it was a, took a long time to really get there. Were there other innovations in robotics that really led to being able to come up with that major innovation of being able to start understanding what the object is and be able to pick it up and move it in a certain place? Yeah, you can definitely decompose just the the generalized problem of manipulation into a lot of different components. There's advancements in hardware. So the human hand is incredibly dexterous and we're able to, you know, move things around very accurately and getting a a robot arm that is able to match that that level of dexterity, which is, you know, dexterity is being able to orient an item and in the way it should be oriented, you know, move it to where it should be moved, pick it up successfully, move it to where it should go. Getting a robot arm to do that, or a robot end of arm tool is what we call it, to do that required a lot of innovation. So that's that's one area of innovation in, in the realm of robotic item manipulation specifically. Another area of, of, of innovation is in the computer vision space. You can imagine when you If you have a bucket of a bunch of different items, it's super easy for you to see into that bucket and say, well, yeah, that's an apple and that's where it is. But getting a number of different like camera sensors to take an image of that bucket of items and, you know, identify what we what we, we call it segmentation, which is where you're able to see the boundaries of different items within that bucket and understand and be able to distinguish this is an apple. This is a banana. This is this other thing. There's another area 
area of, of huge innovation, just generally in the area of, of of robotic item manipulation. Do you see a world in which we could have the robotics be able to work with the, the AI and actually be able to do a wide variety of tasks? Yeah. So if I were to, you know, think about all the different robotics companies and what they're doing that I know of, obviously, I don't know uh, what everyone's working on, but one thing I, I'm noticing is, you know, we're we're developing a lot of robots to do targeted tasks. So we have self self-driving cars that do like the targeted task of driving a car autonomously. We have robot arms that are doing the targeted tasks of picking up items, and we have robot vacuum cleaners that are doing a targeted vacuum cleaning task. There's just a lot of advancement in the space of targeted robotic tasks, and I'm not really seeing that much work or advancement in the space of like a generalized robot that just sort of does everything yet. That doesn't mean that that won't happen in the future. Maybe there are people that are doing it that I, I just am unaware of, but I'm just seeing a lot of a lot of work in the space of like, you know, targeted ro robots that do targeted tasks. I, I would say like that, you know, if you just think about it generally, solving a generalized anything problem is significantly more challenging than solving a, a targeted problem. Do you think that is because of it being a difficult engineering problem to be able to have a robot be able to do multiple things? Um, if I were to just think about the hardware, having a robot that can like have the level of dexterity to grip a steering wheel as well as pull out dishes from your dishwasher as well as un just like the generalized task of existing in the world De yeah it definitely seems like just even a just a difficult hardware problem let alone just the the algorithms that would need to plug in to be able to do that but as i as i mentioned I, it could happen someday and definitely as we're all all these different companies are coming together and solving these targeted tasks maybe all these individual advancements are even though they're not specifically advancements in that generalized robot they will eventually plug into that generalized robot and so you can imagine a world in which that yes yeah, some someday you know a company is able to leverage all of the, or a research lab is able to leverage all of these advancements to make this generalized robot wow another question i guess related to the robotics industry. I know you said what you were talking about, what Sparrow has done, that the, the amazing, amazing accomplishments of that, of being able to pick up an object, put it into a certain place. So now that that challenge has been solved, what are some other, the biggest challenges you anticipate within the industry of robotics that maybe researchers are working on within the space? Yeah, I guess I will say that, yeah, there's definitely still a lot of people kind of working on Sparrow and, and getting it to be, it's like a multi-year project where it's definitely a lot of it's been solved, but there's still, there's still some nice, exciting research questions and work available there. But yeah, other than that, I would say that area that is super exciting and that a lot of labs are getting into is is the realm of simulation and that's something that pretty sure ar has gone public about working on what if we were to be able to conduct all of our research in simulation whether it's like self-driving car research or whether it's robotic manipulation research or 
you know, number of different areas of robotics. What if we're able to conduct everything we, or a good amount of what we do in simulation to reduce like the cost and resource burden of actually building stuff up and running crash tests and then having to, to scrap that item and buy it again or create it again? What if we're able to do all of that in simulation and, and be able to, to model the world with the fidelity of, with like the physics fidelity that is relevant to the problem that we're trying to solve. I would say that's an area that I definitely see as being very ripe and there's definitely a lot of opportunity there and a lot of advancement there as well. And so that's an area I'm excited about as well. It still sounds like there's still a lot of, there's some simulation, but there's still a lot that you have to go in and, and test out. Yeah, I would say that, yeah, simulation definitely seems like a, a, a relatively new area. And so, yeah, we definitely do a lot of physical work cells, physical building, not just not just us, but like research labs as well do this. But simulation is coming up and you're definitely seeing more and more presentations and papers written about how they tested this out in simulation before they deployed it in the real world. So just curious, like how accurate is that? Yeah. So that's the thing. You can make eventually, but we currently do like have the ability in just, you know, if you look at labs around, around, around the world in robotics, we do have the ability to model physics and model gravity, model, model accelerations, model, uh, model sensors, model all these different components that exist in the real world and exist in the real world of robotics. Erica, this has been so fascinating. I've just learned so much from you, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be have really appreciative of how much they've learned from you in this really exciting field. Where can people go if they want to follow you, learn more about what it is that you are working on? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I do have a LinkedIn. Yeah, first name Erica, last name Adu, A-D-U-H. So you could just sort of look me up on LinkedIn. I usually accept, I, I, I accept everyone that that reaches out kind of thing. And, and uh, I'm happy to answer any questions uh, via LinkedIn if, if you have any, for sure, even if it's just general advice or, or just questions about robotics. Wow, you are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Um, this has been an absolute blast. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you. This has been great.